Texas schools are still passing the trash. It's February 14th, 2024, and these are your headlines. Despite state laws aimed at preventing predatory teachers from compromising student safety by continuing to work as educators, evidence shows that loopholes and lax enforcement still allow Texas schools to pass the trash. Now, all the way back in 2017, Texas lawmakers enacted stiffer penalties against school administrators who failed to report educators' sexual misconduct, thereby enabling those teachers to get jobs at other schools. This was a process known as passing the trash. The law was further strengthened in 2019 with the creation of the Do Not Hire Registry, which is a list of individuals who are not eligible for hire in a Texas public school based on misconduct or criminal history. But an analysis of the state's educator misconduct reporting system released earlier this month by government watchdog group Citizens Defending Freedom shows misbehaving educators still slip through the cracks and continue working with students. One example is athletic trainer Javier Arizures. Arizures was fired from Pilot Point Independent School District last November after district police investigated allegations of gross misconduct involving a 17-year-old student. He was arrested soon after and charged with child grooming, which is a second-degree felony. Arizures began working for Pilot Point ISD in July. Before that, he was employed at Canyon Lake High School in Kamal ISD from August 2020 until March of 2023. Before that, he worked at Keller High School in Keller ISD. That's where he was engaged of, uh, accused of engaging in improper communications with students. Now in June of 2019, the Texas Education Agency notified him that he was under investigation for allegations received by the State Board for Educator Certification. In October of that same year, they placed him on, quote, an inscribed reprimand on his teaching certificate. An inscribed reprimand is a formal published censure issued by the board. However, it, quote, does not affect the validity of an educator's certificate and does not result in the educator being added to the Do Not Hire registry. Now, both Kamal ISD and Pilot Point ISD hired Arizures despite the reprimand he received in 2019 that was noted on his teaching certificate. Reprimands like the one received by him do not result in educators being added to the Do Not Hire registry. The CDF's report also states that school districts are not required to check either TEA's Do Not Hire registry or the disciplinary reports when hiring new educators. SBEC records show Arizuras is again under investigation by the TEA, but get this, his teaching certificate is still valid and he is still to this day not on the Do Not Hire registry. A North Texas House race is heating up with an incumbent state representative, Kronda Timich, blasting her opponent, Mitch Little, as a liberal. Making this race unique, however, is the fact that Timich has actually designated Little as an emergency successor. Now, what does that mean? Well, when they take office, lawmakers appoint a group of designated emergency interim successors to take their place in the event of a major attack or if the lawmaker is, quote, dead or unavailable for physical, mental, or legal reasons to exercise the powers and discharge the duties of a legislator. Now, according to records obtained from the Texas House by Texas Scorecard, Timich appointed Little as her number two choice to be her successor should such an event arise. Her husband, by the way, is designated as her number three choice. 
As of publishing, Timich had not responded to a request from Texas Scorecard as to why she would appoint someone she now characterizes as liberal to replace her in an emergency. Why would she do that to her constituents? Little, however, said he was honored by the appointment. He said, I was flattered at the time that Cronda wanted me to carry on her legacy in the event she died or was incapacitated. Praise God that didn't happen. I feel as though it is much safer for her if the voters simply replace her with me on March 5th. Now, Little had served as the campaign treasurer for the freshman representative, Cronda Timich, when announcing his campaign for office last year, he said he was disappointed by her votes once entering office. He jumped into prominence as part of the defense team representing Attorney General Ken Paxton in his impeachment trial back in September that saw him acquitted on all counts. Timich, meanwhile, supported and voted for the impeachment. Timich's top contributor this cycle is the Texans for Lawsuit Reform PAC. That's a group that strongly opposed Paxton. Capital sources say that they expect TLR to spend even more in the coming weeks and that at the current trajectory, her campaign could spend over a million dollars. Are you worried about your kid's future? You should be. I'm Charles Blaine with Texas Tomorrow. This is a show where we're gonna talk about the issues and the people that are pushing the policies that concern your family, your home, and your kids. Catch Texas Tomorrow every Thursday. Last up, Democrat Representative Greg Kassar of Austin is proposing a measure that would require Texas to connect its electric grid to the national network. Now, currently, much of the state is on its own power grid separate from the rest of the country. Kassar, as well as Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, what a duo, are proposing the Connect the Grid Act, which would link Texas to the nation's major electric grids. According to Kassar, this would assist in increasing reliability, saving money, and helping fight the climate crisis. However, Texas energy experts, well, they disagree. One example is the director of public policy for the Energy Alliance, Bill Peacock, who told Texas Scorecard connecting with the U.S. grid will exacerbate rather than solve Texas's reliability problems. This is because the primary source of reliability problems are renewable energy, and the federal grid is experiencing the same problems with renewables as Texas is. He went on to say that connecting ERCOT would also give the federal government more power to push renewables onto the Texas grid and said, though he admits, Texas seems to be doing far too well with that on its own without the Fed's help. Now, ERCOT, the Electric Reliability Council of Texas, that's the group that oversees the state's power grid and came under fire following winter storm URI back in 2021, which left many Texans in the dark as unreliable, uh, unreliable renewable energy sources like wind and solar failed Texans. Since then, ERCOT has issued several energy conservation appeals, further spooking Texans as to the reliability of the grid, although major weather events in the past year caused no loss of power due to grid instability. For more of today's stories, head to texasscorecard.com.